Hi guys, happy new year. How are we all doing? I hope you all had enough time to rest over this Christmas slash New Year's Eve break. I'm sure we all needed it. Today's episode is in fact gonna be very very in line with um, the New Year's theme and everything that comes with the thoughts, the reflections that come around that time and the usual discourse that goes on. It seems like, well, every single year around that same time just as new year's comes around there's just seems to be like a plethora of by the way plethora is my new favorite word a plethora which is an abundance of just motivational videos tiktoks reels instagram posts everything seems to be screaming you need to change your life these are the 10 habits you should adopt in 2023 or how I'm achieving all of my goals in 2023, all of those, all of that kind of like very ambitious messaging that's centered around goal setting and new habits and improving your health in certain areas of your life. And while on the surface, all of these messages, they usually carry a positive connotation, right? It's about wanting to improve oneself. It's about bettering yourself and changing the things in your life that maybe have not been working thus far it's definitely also a time for reflecting um and seeing yeah whether the direction that you're headed in is one that you wish to carry on um heading in and maybe if not then it is also a good time to reconsider changing that path but i think we are all aware at this point that you can adopt those changes you can do those reflections at any given point you can do them on 31st of december as well as 5th of january 20th of february or 30th of june it really doesn't matter i actually had a whole um conversation with my dad about how time is a social construct invented by aristocracy in order to keep you know, the like working class intact and have them like conform to a working day from a forgiven number of hours. Before that, like the concept of hours and times and meetings and, you know, being somewhere on time or late was not even really a thing. And whilst I don't think I have explored this topic deeply enough outside of that conversation to make such presumptuous statements, but I think it is interesting to think about that. Um, Why we all get this like urge only once a year to just change everything in our lives and have this really, really ambitious set of goals that we then most likely struggle to accomplish, let alone probably forget by the time February rolls around. That energy usually doesn't last very long. I don't know if any of us will be even thinking about our New Year's resolution like when March comes. I will see. I guess time will show, but um, it's also funny because every single year the same thing happens so I think some patterns may be observed um certainly for me even though I may seem quite critical of the whole thing um the whole notion of setting those resolutions as of right now because of what I just said I'm not necessarily against it um in any way I don't see a reason why I would be against it because it's not a matter of just new year's resolution it's about how you approach them and whether you see this time of the year as like a way of just erasing everything that happened in the past year that you didn't like and just being so focused, like so future focused and 
like kind of delusionally um, making yourself believe that you're actually gonna, you know, be different and act different as if you haven't been living in the same body with the same mind for the past, like however many years. That delusion I don't like. And I think that's what I often, like that's the sensation I get whenever I see those, like my goals for 2023 kind of videos. And again, like I'm not, um, bashing them in any sort of way. I think I prefer to treat it as a point of reflection and what I did this year differently because every single year I'm also like not um, immune to this. I do kind of journal around that time. I think journaling is overall great. Like there's a difference between, you know, just reflecting and setting those unrealistic goals. But um, I also do kind of every year kind of set my intentions or goals for the upcoming year. I think this year 2023 may be the first one that I actually didn't set any goals and the only thing I wrote was a page in my journal about kind of my intentions and focus points and I was even considering like writing all of those lists as in like the things I want more of in 2023 are like my goals and whatever whatnot you know but as I wrote that list a very thought through list of my like intentions I realized that they're like more than enough for me. And if I focus on these intentions, which I think I may mention in this video, I don't know how in depth I want to go in because, um, well, I haven't read them since I wrote them down and I don't know whether they're really personal, but I think it may be actually useful to, to kind of share them. But coming back, I think the intentions that I wrote for myself and for like the direction in which I want to be kind of growing and evolving, if I kind of remember to incorporate them for most days of the year, I think I will be a pretty happy human by the end of 2023. So I found the idea of writing an additional list of goals, especially like numeric goals, such as reach, you know, this much subscribers on YouTube or lose that many kilograms or run this many kilometers like whatever people's goals tend to be um, I think especially when we like put numerical value on it although it makes it easier to grasp I guess and visualize and maybe plan around or maybe it's more satisfactory where we actually get to check it off but the truth is the things that actually matter in I guess like the quality of your life and your happiness and such are unquantifiable is that a word i guess um basically they they cannot be counted they cannot be measured or weighted it's you know how deep of a conversation you have with your friend it's how good you feel about your self-worth it's how confidently you approach a stressful situation it's about how you manage difficult times in your life it's about how you regulate your emotions all of these things and they there's no way of measuring them therefore I thought why would I give my thought and attention and write those pointless lists that I'm probably not even gonna as I said again remember in three months I'm just gonna focus on these points and keep them in mind as I go about life I was on my YouTube subscription page and I stumbled upon a video that got suggested to me and it was someone listing around 100 of the goals that they want to achieve in 2023 and I was curious when I saw the thumbnail and title because it clearly indicated a long list of goals um, and I'm just not the point is not to name drop I'm just saw a video 
And I knew that like this video will spark some emotions in me for sure, because I'm definitely a person who maybe upon seeing such video, let's say four years ago, would just be like, oh my God, yes, like go girl, I'm going to do the same, let's be ambitious, girl bosses. And it would probably also at the same time make me anxious about um, like me not having those goals, let's say. But now I'm just kind of approaching it from like a curiosity and a more like a distant perspective, distant, distanced perspective, because I will know at this point in my life that I do not care about setting 100 goals. And I more than well know that I would not be able of to achieve 100 goals, even if I had found like 100 things I want to achieve, even achieving all of them would probably not bring me happiness. It's kind of like an obvious thing I think coming back I I watched that video and even in spite of me knowing myself as I said and knowing that I do not operate well on such like lists and you know it just puts an extra additional pressure like such making such lists for myself would put an extra additional pressure that I do not need in my life or do not want simply I still couldn't help but feel inadequate after watching this video like not fully but like a slight feeling of underwhelm over my list and over what I had planned for this year which is well just to have fun and experience it and focus on myself and my spiritual growth and my you know how I treat other people how I treat myself all of these things my list in comparison to to hers to the girl from the video just seemed so almost trivial and non-significant it just seemed very unambitious I think is the word that I'm looking for and ambition is a whole different topic that I think I do want to touch upon briefly in this video maybe not um completely but um ambition is something I've definitely been thinking a lot about in the past a few years and now I used to be a very ambitious kid probably over ambitious if I'm being honest I used to run in like races when I was in primary school, like, you know, just like say like 300 meters or 500 meter sprint. I would use all of my energy because I was not never like training for it, obviously, like it was just like a school thing. I would use up all of my energy within the first like 100 or 200 meters, like all of my humanely gathered kid energy. And then for the remaining 300 meters, I was just like exhausted and barely got to the finish line, let alone like got a good place so I usually would lose those races or just not get a good spot and I would like go into panic mode afterwards I would like cry I would just be hysterical over losing and over just exhausting myself and that whole feeling like the overwhelm of emotions and this is not to say that anyone was expecting it of me to win this is not to say I was again training for it or it had any meaning but I think even at that age, I already had that kind of like ambition of like, I need to be the best, I need to accomplish something. And this carried on through my life. And it usually was very much related to academics. Um, and I think academics, albeit toxic at times, they're very, again, easy to measure, easy to quantify, you know, grades, scores, tests, results, all of that. Um, whether you got into university or a certain course or some degree, whatever it is, class, it's very easily measurable. And those goals goals are easy to set. And it's that always gave me a sense of 
piece, I think, in a way. As in, I always knew what to reach for and it was very clear to me. I always wanted to just get, you know, the best grades I could. I wanted to win a competition, like an English competition or in any other like maths competition, Olympiad. And then I wanted to get into the best high school I can. And then I wanted to get into the best university I can and all of that. And I did manage most of those things that I've set for myself. Um, Obviously, a lot of hard work went into it. It wasn't just like fueled by ambition and the good hopes. I was really motivated by this ambition and it was something that just came so easily and effortlessly to me. And then once I got into university, and this is this is something I talked about in my recent video, but I'm not sure you've watched it. I approached, you know, my first year, my even my second year, I think, with that kind of like, I need to be the best, I need to strive for the the absolute best kind of approach. Um, because you know, I need to have good grades at university because what if I want to get into a really like prestigious masters or what if this company will require me to have really high grades there's always some justification that I was able to find for like exerting strenuous effort upon learning and studying and I could never ever let myself lose with that like I could never just let go of like trying to do my best and then I think in university I just really quickly came to the realization that it's not this kind of approach just stopped working for me and that I actually feel horrible trying to do it now like I actually burn myself out really easily I get really anxious if I put too much pressure on myself and even if I do put all of that pressure and exert that extra hard work that I have always been doing it's still not gonna guarantee me excellent results because at university is just it's just hard, like UCL economics for me, it's pretty difficult. And although I know it's manageable and I know I can do it, it's also, yeah, I, I cannot entirely ensure that I'm going to be in the top like 10% of the course. And besides that, there's so many smart people during that course or any other course at UCL or all those universities. And it's not about competing with them, it's just simply the fact that like some people are going to be smarter or not even smarter just you know doing better in those exams than me and I'm just going to be somewhere in the middle or like at the top 30% for example and that's also okay and I think I came to accept that in university I think around like in my first year it just kind of got to me that like these systems are a bit different from what I've been experiencing in like thus far in like primary, secondary school, all of that. But then I think university, it's it's quite common to stop caring about your grades thus that much, right? Like it's it's kind of obvious that like a lot of people care about grades when you're in like school, but then once you get to university, you know, there's usually you're either going to a, like a master's maybe um, which not that many people do. For many people, the next step after university is going to be jobs, is going to be looking for employment, and it's going to be looking to get into, you know, secure a job position. And so the pressure, I think, like the overall general pressure kind of shifts from getting the best grades possible to having the most professional experiences, to getting an internship, to 
I don't know, like networking with people, getting those positions in societies, all of that jazz that I kind of despise <laughs> in a way. Like I have such high aversion against all of that just because of like how it's been, I feel like it's been pushed on me, not by anyone consciously. No one obviously told me all of these things, but just the overall pressure that builds up from like, you know, whenever you talk with people is like what they say. This is this was kind of like a new pressure for me. I know I'm going on like a big tangent about my ambition, but bear with me. And around like beginning of 2021, um, it was still my first year of university. All of this pressure was so new to me and it was relating to something completely entirely different and new to me because it wasn't grades for the first time in my life. It was jobs and professional experiences. I just felt like I am not equipped to handle it. Like I don't know what to do with it. I don't even know what profession I want to get into and what sort of experiences should I be getting. And this just sent me down a huge, huge, huge like anxiety spiral that I had. Um, And it was like, it was a really difficult period in my life, not to be dramatic, but it was. And since that, um, I kind of obviously like I dealt with it and it went away after a few months. I also like resigned into therapy back then. It was just not a great time, let's just say. And I managed to minimize my anxiety, but I still was really keen on like getting an internship in my after my second year because I knew like, well, I knew I got told that it's gonna, you know, ensure my success in the future, that it's like, you have to get it. Otherwise, you're basically a failure or basically, you know, you're not gonna get a job afterwards, all of that bullshit that I can wholeheartedly admit is bullshit but I still was very very like almost obsessed with the fact that I need to get an internship and well surprise surprise I got one and I got an offer for an internship a year later after that like whole anxiety about internships and jobs started I got an internship that I did this summer which I've mentioned multiple times but it was quite like a important experience in my life which I'm very grateful for that I got to do it but after I got the offer for the internship it just felt like I've reached reached this peak because it was obviously a very good news to me and it just felt like all of this work and effort has that I you know have put into it has paid off and since then it kind of you know in my head checked off this need to have like this big professional experience because I, you know, had an internship secured. And I just kind of decided, you know, I'm going to give myself some space and chill and I don't need to stress about these things because I have this internship. And again, since then, I feel like I have not had many ambitions. And I think the whole word ambition just kind of ceased to matter. (laughs) Well, maybe that's an overstatement, but it definitely decreased in importance. I just don't think about those things anymore. I don't think about internships. I don't think about what I'm going to do too much. I don't think about whether I'm getting enough experiences that are going to look good on my CV right now. Like, I'm just not doing any of these things. I mean, I'm like having some experiences, but they're like minor. I'm definitely not putting as much effort as I was first or second year. Um, And this is not to say it's because, for example, I have like a return offer from the internship because... They don't really do that at the company that I worked for, let alone I don't, I'm not going to be starting work next, you know, next September. So it's not that. It's just that I feel, I felt so much 
pressure because of it. I felt so much resistance to the ambition and to the pressures. And it just caused me so much, again, anxiety and stress that now I'm just kind of like I pushed it away to the far, far back of my head. And I don't even want to think about it. Maybe it's a bit avoidant, I know, because it's good to definitely be thinking about what you want to do in the future and such. But I just feel like I've accepted that I'm not ready to make those decisions yet. And I'm just not, I'm not ready to be a career oriented person at the ripe age of 21. And I am that kind of person who also cannot take things chill because even just the fact the me like the small fact that I wanted to get an internship just caused me so much stress and anxiety and like horror and terror if I'm not gonna get one that it clearly like I'm clearly I have some things to work through other than the type of job I want to have and so once I kind of gave up on this whole ambition in regards to jobs and internships blah 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 I feel like I've devoted this year maybe for the first time in my life I really focused on having fun because I felt like I've been working so hard for all of my life and now I was just like fuck it like I just want to enjoy myself I don't have that much time in university or in London left I am with these people that I really care about and love and I have all these experiences that I'm still feel like I haven't had enough of them especially that my first year was kind of like COVID vibes I was just like no I'm I'm doing an internship for the whole of my summer but like besides that I'm having fun I'm going out I'm studying but I'm not making it my top priority I'm gonna enjoy the people in my life I'm gonna pursue my passions and do all of those things but the thing is that I want to underline is I did it from like I want to have as much fun as possible and explore life and experience as much as possible kind of approach and not like I need to be doing these things because I have limited time or for example now that I don't have these uni or like career aspirations I need to be doing this amount of sports or this amount of I need to join this many societies or meet this many new people it was not that it was just like I want to be pushing myself out of my comfort zone and do the things that I subconsciously know I kind of like I'm I'm wanting to try and that's what I've been doing I think I've been like pushing myself to have those experiences but in a good way just kind of um, pushing my boundaries little by little but again in a healthy way in a way that feels like I'm challenging myself but I'm not putting this immense pressure on me because I to be fair if we're getting deep here I think all of those pressures that I've been putting on myself are just were just a way that I was kind of not punishing myself, but just acting against myself and kind of self-sabotaging. Like I was looking subconsciously for that source of pressure, for that next source of stress, because I was just addicted to it almost. And we're living in the 21st century and it's more than easy to find a source of stress in this world. If it's not your grades, then it's internships. And if it's not internships, then it's jobs. If it's not jobs, then it's a promotion at work that you already have. If it's not that, then it's your kids. It's money. It's climate crisis. There's more than enough reasons to be stressed. But I think, and that might be a bold statement, I think you can just decide not to. <laughs> Ta-da. And um, I'm not going to go into whole like how, how, how I accomplished it or 
how I'm keeping this kind of chill approach because I do think I'm like genuinely pretty pretty chill relatively chill let's say about matters that I was just getting a minor heart attack every day like a year or two ago you know and I know it all has a lot to do with the fact that I'm in a privileged position and that I do have this time to decide and I'm not forced into like you know getting a job right out of uni but I think people who also share my privilege many of them still struggle with it regardless of the fact that they do have that privilege so it's not like that privilege itself guarantees you a stress-free life obviously and so now let's tie it all back to what I was talking about earlier which was that 100 goals video whatever it was as I looked back upon my year I realized I have done so much this year like I've actually done so much whether that's that's mostly like experience wise but also yeah I did that internship I moved countries on my own again. I joined so many different societies and tried different sports. I was very social and outgoing and pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I traveled to different new different places and I was initiating those trips. I've done pretty well in my exams as well, even though I wasn't so hyper fixated on the results. And all of that just came to me, I don't want to say like entirely stress-free, but it just came organically I think is the word that is of importance here because I didn't make myself do these things they just came from my inside let's just say I know it sounds funny but um the urge just appeared in my mind and I kind of followed it along rather than forcing a set of goals or habits that I was meant to be doing at that time that would probably make me stressed and unhappy and feel like I'm living under the constant pressure of my own mind because again it it's you setting those goals for yourself right it's not someone t- telling you that you have to do all of these things and I was talking to my best friend about it that it's actually funny how if all of the things that I accomplished this year all of the things that I'm proud of in 2022 all of the ways in which I stepped out of my comfort zone and did the uncomfortable thing and how it paid off all of the podcast episode I made all of the, you know, adventures I went on, all of the statistics I've achieved, whatever it was, if all of those things I wrote for myself down as a list of goals or resolutions in 20, like at the beginning of last year, I don't think I would have done half of them. And even if I had done every single one of them, I think I would be much less happy about accomplishing them. And I think it's because... And I'm going to use a concept from behavioral economics, funnily enough. It's about the reference point that you use. Because when you write a list of goals or a to-do list, whatever it is, you're expecting yourself, whether it's an ambitious list or you know a re- more realistic one, you're kind of expecting yourself to achieve them or at least a large portion of them. Otherwise, why else would you be writing them? So your expectation point, your reference point at the end of the next year is I'm going to do all of these things, right? And then if you don't accomplish them at the end of that year, for example, you do other stuff or you're just, you know, don't have the energy to do the things that you have set for yourself, then you're going to 
end up probably upset and maybe disappointed in yourself and that's just gonna spark up negative feelings about how you know you haven't done enough and how you're not haven't worked hard enough blah 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 right and if you have done them if you have been working you know your ass off and you've been so fixated on the list and to achieve every single thing that you're out on there and you reach the end of that year with you know all of those checks on the page I think it's gonna be a pretty underwhelming feeling I don't think reaching all of those goals and seeing that list and realizing that you've done all of them we're gonna is gonna suddenly bring you some magnificent joy and be like yes this all had paid off because now I'm really 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 happy you're probably not because if you weren't happy doing the things that you have set up for yourself if you weren't enjoying however cliche that sounds if you haven't been if you aren't enjoying the process of accomplishing these goals then uh, what is it worth in the end and on the other hand if you approach a given year at the beginning of it with maybe intentions at most or just focus points or just you know things that you may consciously want to incorporate more into your life such as physical exercise or time with family or friends or reading you know it's not bad to know that you want to be you know to decide that maybe you want to do be doing more of these things but don't quantify them don't set yourself unrealistic goals because then again that reference point is just probably going to end up disappointing you and if you just do that if you for example just set those intentions but like do not specify what it is that you need to accomplish and achieve this year what is going to happen throughout that time period for those 12 months is probably going to surprise you and by the end of it when you're going to be you know again doing that reflecting and looking back you're probably going to just feel so proud because all of these things that you did that just happened because if you give yourself that is my belief if you give yourself that time and space and you focus on the things that do matter which is you know, your relationship with the self, your relationship with other people, your physical health, you're kind of living more in tune with yourself and listening to your intuition more and all of that. I think it's going to take you into good places. I think we as humans, I love that sentence, we as humans, we as humans have the natural tendency, if given the opportunity to do so, to be curious. We want to have new experiences. We want to do new things and we want to challenge ourselves in healthy ways. I don't think our default operational mode is Netflix and chill or year. And I think it's a beautiful thing to give yourself that time and space and see where you take yourself and where it leads you. And it just creates this kind of feeling of excitement in myself because I've done so many things that I didn't, you know, think even think about. I didn't give them a second thought at the beginning of last year. And I'm just really excited to see what's going to happen this year. Like what kind of experiences I'm going to have. And that's when I want to focus in my life as well. Like I don't want to focus anymore on numbers, on goals, on a piece of paper, on accomplishment that I can brag on about to other people. I want to focus about experiencing life to its fullest. And I want to go with my intuition more. I want to just be following where life takes me in a more organic and free-flowing way. I know, I know how it sounds. You don't have to make faces right now. As I'm listening to myself, I know it may sound weird to you at best, 
because I'm just, you know, giving you like kind of catchphrases and just these sentences that kind of sound empty. But to me, they do carry along a lot of meaning because I do know my own journey and what has happened this year and the changes that are happening in my brain and soul and and also how I see myself approaching the world differently. It's a, it's a very interesting process. I think the past two or three weeks that I've spent at home, um, like this Christmas break, I've been going inwards a lot and this was kind of my focus. Like that's what I wanted to do truly. And I'm really happy that I've managed, well, not managed to do so as in it was like a complete process, but that I have spent my time mostly doing that, like reading books, listening to podcasts, doing sports, thinking about things, journaling, reflecting, and just working on deepening my like, you know, self-compassion and all these things. I felt like I went on one big tangent and I didn't even relate it back to those goals. Yeah, the thing I just want to say is that after watching that video, it just sent me on a whole mental spiral about whether maybe I've lost my ambition, maybe I've lost my spark, maybe I should actually be setting a hundred goals for myself and that's the way to go. And me being happy without having those goals, maybe there's something wrong with that actually. Those are my initial reactions after that video. And I actually got to thinking, is it okay if I'm actually happy and content with my life when I'm not reaching this, these milestones, when I'm not accomplishing that much in like a conventional way? Because I think to myself now, like life lessons and spiritual realizations, they're huge accomplishments. And I'm not that goal-oriented in that conventional way anymore, I think. They still obviously linger and I still sometimes think whether I need these goals and I need these accomplishments to be happy and whether I'm wasting my life just focusing on not the simple life because it's not like, it's not to say that I'm living in a hut um, in Sweden. It's just like I'm taking each day as it is and I'm planning ahead as well, but I'm also just, I'm having different priorities in my life right now different values than I used to have I think right now my biggest important value is inner peace and like a good relationship with myself self-love self-compassion all of those things these are my priorities and the rest comes second um but conventional accomplishments are as of at least of as of you know this moment are not really high on that list and I just got kind of self-conscious about that because I think it's hard to go against the grain in that sense. And when seeing, when being bombarded with all of that messaging that I mentioned at the beginning of the video about people, you know, setting all these new extra habits about new healthy diets, the their diet workout plans, their 20 places they're going to travel to or um, the amount of money they're going to make that year. It makes me think that there's something wrong with my life and the approach that I have to it, you know? Even though that approach has not gotten me to spend every day in bed and not do anything. I've, as I said already, let me read it. I feel like I've done a lot in all of those aspects. And I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Obviously, I want to keep on growing and evolving. And that's going to be my constant, like, not even aspiration because it just happens as you experience more in life. I don't have to strive towards it. I think I lost my train of thought. I completely blanked out. I don't even know what I was trying to say like 30 seconds before this. But anyways, this was like a weird ramble. And I had absolutely zero... I didn't even think about I was going to make an episode today. I just decided 
and paradoxically, I feel like me making this podcast episode was a way of doing something productive because frankly, I've been sitting at home for the past three weeks and barely doing anything. And I just want to have a sense of this little accomplishment. But I also wanted to talk about this. So it kind of all came to place at the right time, at the right place, at the right time, whatever that phrase is. I always forget this. I always want to include your guys's like opinions on a given topic but I didn't even predict I was gonna make this episode so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go on Instagram right now and ask you guys about your thoughts on this topic like ambition new year's resolutions this whole goal setting thing madness that's going on right now and I'm gonna read your replies after I get them so in a few hours so I'll talk to you in a sec but for you it's actually gonna be a sec for me it's gonna be a few hours that doesn't make sense. So, so I went on Instagram and made a story about the fact that I'm making this episode about New Year's resolutions and goal setting and just feeling like you need to change yourself every year. And yeah, asked about your thoughts. And I'm just going to read your replies and have a little comment and see what you guys think because I tried to not um, read all the replies like as they were coming in and just like save them for this moment. So without further ado there were some replies with people saying that it's basically like a good thing and there's like nothing wrong with um just you know setting your goals for the new years and figuring out what you want to achieve so some people said i like them because i can reflect on my needs and set goals according to them i do a page of sentence manifestations as in i will do this etc i think that's a really smart idea i love the new year because i love fresh starts so great to refresh and go back to day one this, I think that's something that a lot of people fall um, into. I mean, not fall into as in a negative thing, but I think that's why so many people are still into New Year's resolutions. Like, there's nothing compared to that feeling of January the 1st and, like, I am gonna start fresh, even though this, like, fresh plate, quote-unquote, I think it's an illusion, obviously. It depends how we perceive time. And as I said, you can start on 30th of June. But I think... I cannot argue with the fact that it's more like satisfactory to start on the 1st of January. Say like I started drawing every day on the 1st of January of this year, you know, like in that way, I get it. But um, yeah, again, time is just an illusion. I treat New Year's resolutions more like a bucket list, just the things I want to try, where I want to travel, etc. I think it's nice to make it not about um, goals and things that you're expecting of yourself that you need to put like hard work in but actually just fun things so that you like keep reminding yourself of like all the things that you still want to do because sometimes we do fall into routines with like going to the same coffee shop like going to the same museums or flying to the same place for holidays and I think yeah it's nice to push yourself to try out new things new year's resolutions are a way to get clear on the direction I'm giving to my life more than small goals I think I'm most aligned with this reply I feel like everyone should have New Year's resolutions, but only healthy ones that mostly are good habits. To be fair, I think most people's New Year's resolutions are like healthy things. I don't think anyone plans to like pick up smoking or go to that many parties. Yeah, I don't not sure if I agree with this should, because I think again, like a really a matter of personal needs and wants and life position. Goals are only good when paired with an action plan about how they'll be achieved. That's very true. I think it's like if you are keen on setting like specific goals etc actually knowing how you're gonna get there makes it more realistic and also makes it much more likely that you're gonna end up achieving them so you know rather than saying like i want to i don't know grow my account by this many followers maybe set like a weekly posting schedule and like plan out your content like things that actually do put some body into 
your resolution statements, I guess. Um, and also that makes you kind of really think it through whether it's like accomplishable, I think, um, when you actually consider an action plan. Now to hear some like opinions from the other side or just um, people, yeah, who weren't all that about New Year's resolutions. I don't do them because I know that if I force myself to do them, I'm not going to do them or be happy. Plus, if you tell them to others and you don't make them happen, others will remind you of your fail. Okay, so I think first part of your reply, because that was one reply, first part of it, I do agree. Like, if you force yourself through your resolutions, they're not going to really bring you much joy, as I said before in this episode. But I don't think, like, if you surround yourself with the right people and people who care about you, even if you tell them, like, about all of your ambitious goals and then you don't achieve anything, I don't think they're going to be, like, reminding you, like, hey, you didn't do this. Um, And if you have people in your life, like the person who gave that reply, if you have people in your life that do make you feel that way, then I would consider whether these people are your true friends because it's not a very nice thing. We all can speculate about what we want to do and just dream big. And that doesn't mean we're like accountable to our friends for our goals or what we say. So people should just take a chill pill, especially when it comes to other people. Like it's really not done, none of their business, I think. Another person said, we all feel rested on Christmas break. So we are energized and ambitious in setting goals. But when normalcy returns, we realize such goals aren't feasible and become disappointed. It's kind of an interesting point because I never thought about the fact that what precedes the 1st of January of every year is like, usually a period of downtime for everyone so everyone just kind of feels like even if you had work you probably had some days off um if you were in school or uni you probably had like a break and so people usually do feel like they have like they're feeling very ambitious and like sense of self-efficacy is high which I think is a really nice thing but in terms of goal setting I think yeah it makes them more likely to be unrealistic because you're considering it from your like fully charged well-rested energized state I don't make them because I don't want to wait for the start of a new year to implement change. Plus, it puts too much pressure on achieving a lot of change in a short amount of time. That's true again, because like some goals, they will take time. They will take years. It's kind of a weird thing that we force ourselves to like throw them in a 365 day period of time. Like, for example, my fitness journey. (laughs) I don't even like how that sounds, but like I think it's going to be a lifelong thing and each year, my resolution will probably be to just progress on it to like get stronger, uh, get faster, whatever it is, like um, be able to do more pull-ups or a handstand. There's never an end to it. So yeah, in, in that way, these time constraints are a bit artificial, I think. Don't make them short-term goals work better for me and my potato memory. Fair enough. Could be good, but at a moment of stress, I don't set them because they just produce a pressure on me. I totally see your point. And the last reply I got is from uh, a girl I know, actually, Jasmine. Hello. Um, And she said, it's legit an antithesis to nature's time. Like, it's winter, go hibernate, and in spring, new resolutions. But people also have their freedom to do whatever the fuck they like. But one thing is to apply zero pressure. Also, just go with what you need. There have been new things I've tried this season, even though it's a winter. And sometimes it's needed. I think that very well sums up it all and kind of it's a point of view that incorporates those two opposing sides of like yes it's a nice thing and you can do whatever you want and it's nice to kind of you know see where you want to head and what new things you want to try perhaps as I said like a bucket list or something but the pressure is unnecessary being overly ambitious will only (laughs) stress you out and yeah I think that's something we also don't really talk about I think I mentioned it in one of my episodes about like because we live in a capitalistic society we don't really distinguish between like seasons in terms of work strain 
like I think it will be a great idea for to let people work less in winter and fall time just because like it actually it genuinely is a season to hibernate like humans are not separate from nature and I think and I think because you know our world forces us to have the same level of energy 365 days a year we so many people like get sad so many people like feel burnout during the season because we are exerting perhaps the same amount of energy that we do during summer and spring but we don't have anything that will charge our batteries back that's what i'm trying to say we don't have the sun we don't have the green nature like flourishing and all of those like happy endorphins from vitamin d and like being around more people outside and moving your body things that come just more naturally and more spontaneously um during spring and summertime and therefore i think that's why people just feel so shit often in winter and fall because i truly believe there's a time for these seasons it's just a matter of making adjustments in your life when these seasons come so i think this is everything i wanted to talk about in this episode uh i hope you really enjoyed it i hope it's not late after first of january so that it's still pretty relevant sorry it took me a few days you should look forward to the next episode because um if my plans go to plan sorry if my ideas go to plan and go well then i'm gonna have a special guest on the next episode which i'm really excited about it will be a first but that's just a message a secret hidden little message for those of you who listen through all of my episodes which i think it's a it's a small few percent i have gotten off of track thank you very much for listening and i'll talk to you very soon bye bye and have a great 2023